Hello, everyone. Welcome to Just Jana, a podcast where each month I'll speak to a variety of industry leaders to bring you education, trends, and relevant topics in franchising. I'm your host, Jana Bailey, CEO of FranNet. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this edition of Just Jana. I am very pleased to have with me a friend and partner, Mr. T. Rowe from the Association of Small Business Development Centers around the country. So, T., if you would introduce yourself to our audience and tell them a little bit about your background. Okay, well, good morning, Jana, and hello to all your listeners out there. As Jana said, my name's T. Rowe. I'm the CEO of America's SBDC, which is the association that represents all the small business development centers nationwide. Now, nationwide, we have 63 networks because we've got five in California, four in Texas, and then there's D.C. and the Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico and Guam and American Samoa. And uh, so we're really you know, sun never sets on SBDCs. And we have uh, over 3,500 advisors nationwide, uh, all there to help small business owners uh, with free one-on-one counseling on topics from everything from, you know, business planning or putting together a financing package to dealing with export regulations and, uh, expanding your business internationally Uh, it's really a a full service organization and i've been with them for a little over 12 years now i used to work on capitol hill as counsel to the committee on small business and then i worked for president george w bush as the head of congressional affairs at sba so i've been doing small business pretty much my whole life. Yeah. Well, we've had a little different paths, but doing the same thing as you and I've talked before, I was a banker for 18 years in commercial lending, primarily small businesses and then into franchising. So you and I both have been Mm -hmm. entrenched in this business one way or the other, haven't we? You betcha. So tell me a little bit about, you know, the services, you went into that, but what is the most common thing that, that your counselors see? What would you say is the day-to-day most common? I would say the most regular concern that small businesses bring to an SBDC is, okay, I need to get financing, but I'm not having any luck with the bank. Mm. And honestly, we spend a lot of time helping folks uh, with their finance packages and teaching them, you know, how to speak banker. You know, it is a language in and of yeah, itself. <laughs> you know, and telling them, okay, here are your projections, your sales projections. Here's your revenue right now. You need to explain these forecasts, justify these forecasts, all that good stuff. But sometimes it's uh, it, it's also, you know, you don't need financing. You need to collect from your customers. Right. So there's a big accounts receivable problem here, but he's my best customer. How do you figure he's not paying his bills? Exactly. 
Yeah, that, that receivables and inventory was always mm. the ones. If somebody's having cash flow problems, that was one of the first place I looked was. Right. Because right. if it's not receivables, it can be they're overstocked in inventory that's not turning. Right. And I, I would say in general, that's our, our, you know, usually the biggest issue because for small business, that's usually the biggest issue is access to capital, uh, right. working capital to keep things going. Um, I mean, we have a lot of other things, you know, during the pandemic, I would say getting used to e-commerce, understanding how to set up e-commerce, uh, getting involved in all of that, trying to deal with supply chain issues. There were different things that started popping up with mm -hmm. great regularity. And of course, same time with the e-commerce came, oh, cybersecurity. Yep. Yep, can't forget that. Yeah. Well, what trends have you seen in business ownership this last year or so, you know, pre and post COVID, would you say? Was there anything in particular you saw a lot of during COVID and then now it's different or? Well, actually, one of the things that surprised us during COVID, which we, we really hadn't figured on happening, was the number of startups that we saw jumped significantly wow. and we were really amazed by that but it, mm -hmm. it seemed like there were a lot of folks who said you know wait a minute okay i can't go to the office i want to start thinking about this i want to try and become self-sufficient which is the whole point of being a small business owner for a lot of folks is mm -hmm. i want to be self-sufficient you know and, and self-reliant and they decided to take a shot and start their businesses. And as I said before, a lot of them wanted to do it on e-commerce, of course. Mm -hmm. um, and so we spent a lot of time uh, building e-commerce uh, situations for people. Actually, a number of our networks started, uh, I guess you'd call them shop small websites. Mm -hmm. Iowa, Wyoming, two great examples of that. Uh, of ways for them for their small businesses to really have a digital main street if you will i would have never thought about that but it makes perfect yeah. sense it really does um post-covid do you see that continuing that trend towards e-commerce or do you see people going back to the more in-person bricks and mortar i don't see e-commerce slacking a lot i okay. think People will still try and have a little bit of a bricks and mortar, but uh, I think that's completely situational. Uh, if you're, let's say, I'll just say Iowa. I don't know why I'm picking Iowa, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> you're a small business and you're starting a value-added agriculture because you have got honey and I don't know, buckwheat or whatever and you're you're growing stuff and you're starting a business you you're on e-commerce and then you're you're probably if you're thinking it's like okay i'm out here but do i need a bricks and mortar shop or do i have a bricks and mortar shop and make it kind of an experience like yeah we'll have a penning zoo and a little country store and stuff like that um and i think about um one of our great clients uh, down in Marshall, Texas, 
Bear Creek Smokehouse. Oh. And Robbie Schultz there, and he, uh, you know, his family's third generation. They smoke turkeys and sell them Thanksgiving. They are wildly popular. And I will honestly say best ham I've ever had. And he started up a general store and, and you know, so he's got a couple of longhorns out in the paddock, mm -hmm. and big general store and all of that. Uh, and it's really been a success, but they've always been a mail order e-commerce business. And that's how they expanded to brick and mortar. Wow. Interesting. I'm, I'm sure you all see a little bit of everything. Oh, sure so do. Um, for our audience that may be either a franchisee mm -hmm. or a franchisor, um, what services do you all, besides helping with the financing, um, would someone who's already in business, could they come to you for oh, services? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I would say that, that that's, that's kind of our sweet spot as someone who's mm -hmm. been in business for a year or two and they're looking to expand. They're trying to figure out, okay, what's my next step? Okay. Where do I go? Um, and for someone who's considering, and, and from the startup point of view, from the franchise point of view, the franchise models are great. The key is, do you know anything about running a business? Exactly. Not just the franchise, but do you know, you know, how to do the accounting and, and what am I going to do on the HR side, et cetera, et cetera. And the SPDCs can help you fill in all those gaps so that you're business ready to pick up in the franchise. Fantastic. And some of the smaller franchisors that are getting started could really use your help mm -hmm. in some of those areas as well. Exactly. Understanding what they're going to have to do to expand and, and the network they're going to have to establish to make sure that their brand is staying solid and is well represented. Um, well, your years of experience in small business, what advice do you have or would give someone who's looking to become a business owner? Well, the first thing I would say <laughs> is, you know, um, plan, 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 and don't be afraid to get help. You know, you've got to do a ton of grunt work. The, the successful people that we see, they've, they've not only identified a product and a market, but they've thought all the way through. And, and a lot of that is going to someone who's going to poke holes in your plan. You're exactly. going to say, you, yeah, have you thought about this? And what about that? Um, cause there, you know, there are a million great ideas out there, but there are also a million pitfalls and it never hurts to get a second opinion. I agree completely. And that's a beautiful service that you all provide is to challenge and, and help them strengthen. Um, how long has the SBDC been in existence? The small business oh, development centers, man, we started back in the Carter administration. So okay. that's about 42 years ago. Um, Senator Gaylord Nelson came up with the idea and um, the authorization got passed. I think it was in 1976 and President Carter signed it into law. 
we started with just seven SBDC networks in a few states, and it's grown nationwide now. Um, we had about almost a thousand centers. That number shrunk a little bit because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So we're doing so much stuff virtually now. But uh, the numbers are still popping back up. We're over 600, I know that much. Um, but we're there. Um, we're available to any small business owner who needs help. You can look us up on our website is www.americasbdc.org. And we've got a locator. You pull it up by your zip code and your state. We'll show where your nearest small business development center is. Thank you for that information. And T, sure. you know, we appreciate the relationship we've had for these many years. Um, I've been with FranNet 16 and you with ASBDC 12. And I guess we really made our partnership um, a, a little more formal when you came on board because we've been working with you guys all over the country for right. many years and really respect what you do. So I appreciate all the information. Let's one more time say the website. It's uh, www.americasbdc.org and uh, go on, take a look, find your nearest SBDC and uh, get to it. And Jana, I want to thank you for your partnership over the years. FranNet you've been, it has been a great partner, a great friend and you know, working together, we've, I, I hope we've helped a lot of folks achieve their dreams. Uh, without a doubt, we have, T. Well, thank you. And thank you to our audience. I hope you found a nugget or two that you could use today. And hope to see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining Just Jana.